Welcome into the Inside the Pylon Quick Kicks podcast for Tuesday, February 23rd. This is actually uh, probably the most special podcast that we have done to this point, simply because it is our 50th podcast ever. Chuck Zada and Mark Schofield here. Mark, big day for us. 50 podcasts. It is a big day. What's the 50th wedding anniversary? Is that gold? Diamond? Uh, no, the, well, you're asking someone who is not married at this point, so uh, you're talking to the wrong person at this but point. But I mean, I you're a man about town, a, a social you know, icon in the Boston area. I mean, you're going to know this stuff, right? No. No? <laughs> not really. It is gold, by the way. It's called the Golden Anniversary. That's Thank the, you that's, very much, Google. That's the 50th? Yeah. Which 75 one is-, is Diamond. 75. I got to live too. Okay. This is, I got a good if, quick story for you. You know what the first is? It's paper. So is that like napkins? My wife got me tickets to a Pats Bears game. Remember the game when Brady oh, juked Erlacher? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I, got, I, I was there for that game. That's how you knew she was a keeper. You were, you were like, I knew well you, before that. But, but you yeah. were sitting there. That was kind of like confirmation. It's like, all right, we're a year in at this point. The newness is worn off, and I still got it. Yeah. Well yeah. done. Well yeah. done. Okay, sir. So lucky man. In any case, we have a little bit of a different show uh, planned today. As some of you may know, we actually have a sister site uh, that covers baseball. That site is sonsofsamhorn.com. And so today, wanted to invite someone in from that site since they do have uh, spring training kicking off really over the next couple weeks. And just wanted to give you a little bit of information about what they're doing so that you can get over there. If you're sitting here saying, look, I love the draft, but I want a little bit of baseball talk. We've got a place that you can go for that as well. So I do want to welcome in Justin Gorman uh, from SonsofSamHorn.com. I can't believe I just butchered our own name. But Justin, I appreciate (laughs) you joining us. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Definitely. And uh, now you've been working on the site for, what, about a year now, pretty much since it started? Yeah, actually, not to... Not to completely devolve the conversation already, but uh, my, my wife and I got married about almost a year ago. So last April, we got married, and right after that, I began with the website. So, yeah, almost a year. Okay, so you're expecting a little paper in, uh, yeah. in the near I, future then. Did you Absolutely. know that paper was the first anniversary? No, but now I do. And now that, you that do. So you yeah. got a leg up now, Justin. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you can't mess up at this point. So expectations are going to be high. But talk to us a little bit about uh, some of the stuff that you've been working on in the off season as you start to head into spring training. What types of content are you going to be rolling out the next few weeks? We're, we're obviously working on a lot of um, projections, a lot of projections for teams, a lot of projections for, for individual players, what we can expect going into this year. Um, a lot, I know a lot of pieces are coming up uh, these days about expectations for prospects that might uh, show up in the major leagues this year that you might not have known about um, prior. So we're, we're trying to get some preview information out there. Obviously, there will be more information coming once spring training actually begins. But until then, we've, um, we've got some stuff lined up in the queue that we're ready to, to push out. We've kind of been chomping at the bit. No, no offense to you guys on, on the football side. We've been chomping at the bit for the football season to be over. We've had some character pieces, some, some kind of one-off pieces about free agent signings. And obviously, the, um, the Aroldis Chapman situation was, was something that we touched on a little bit. Uh, but other than that, it's been kind of slow for the last month or so. So we're looking forward to really picking up the pace and pushing out a bunch of volume in the next few, uh, next few weeks. 
Now, Justin, one of the things we see on the football side is there's, you know, when the season ends, as it just did, there's still all this excitement about, oh, the draft, the incoming prospects, who are our teams going to take? Baseball is a little different in that you get prospects that get signed and then go through the minor league system. But do baseball fans still have that same sort of level of passion about guys in the farm system that you see on the football side? I think recently they do. Um, and, and a lot of the reason for that is is you see a lot more with a lack of better terms, long-term slash dynasty football leagues that are ramping up at about the same time. So people are prepping for their fantasy baseball drafts about the same time, about halfway through spring training. So they're starting to familiarize themselves with prospects that might end up in the big leagues this year or next year. Could they stash them on their benches, stuff like that. I know that we've actually got a few different um, writers on our staff that are looking to write more about fantasy baseball coming into this year. That's not something that we typically touched on too much last year. I don't, I honestly don't think we had one fantasy baseball article last year. So having that new material is actually going to be uh, pretty nice too. But I think that that actually, to your point, Mark, is is something that um, has recently become a bit of a phenomenon. Uh, People are starting to explore minor league systems a little bit more often. And we have one writer, Brandon McGee, who if you look at his stuff from last year, he knows – he definitely knows the Red Sox system back and front. Um, he knows a lot of other minor league systems pretty uh, pretty intimately as well. Justin, you mentioned uh, obviously that uh, Brandon knows the Red Sox system pretty well. I know that when you first started out, you were largely a Red Sox site, similar to how we were originally a Patriots-oriented site. You've branched out now and are pretty much covering across the spectrum, though, as far as all major league teams, correct? We're trying to. We have um, we've we've done a lot of pieces where we you know compile lists or compile analyses of, of several different players from from different teams. We've had some feature articles on certain players from obviously non Red Sox teams. Um, we covered the Royals and, and we covered the Royals extensively during the playoffs last year. But I know we covered the World Series extensively as well. Um, so we are branching out quite a bit. We did start pretty Red Sox centric, but we're trying to kind of be a little bit more equal opportunity. We've actually brought a, um, we have a Yankees writer on our staff now. Sorry um, to hear so, that. Yeah. <laughs> he's a great writer. Um, and he's going to be bringing a lot. Um, you know, typically we have one angle to approach the Yankees from. We'll finally have that other angle to counterbalance us a little bit. Now, in terms of uh, key storylines that you're looking at right now, what are some of the, the big stories that you've been uh, focusing on early in spring training here? Um. Hanley Ramirez's transition to first base is going to be a story. Um, just as you said, we're, we were a Red Sox site to begin with. Um, the Ramirez and Sandoval signings, and I'll, I'll get to that in a second, were both fairly big name, big number contracts from last year that didn't really come to fruition, we'll say kindly, during last season. So Ramirez transitioning to first base, coming into uh, coming into camp several days early and looking as though he's ready to prepare is definitely going to be a good thing for, um, for our site to be able to write about, to be able to try and figure out, hey, is he going to do better than last year? Um, the Pablo Sandoval... Angle, obviously, I mean, if, if you have if you have a Twitter account and you pay attention to anything that has to do with the Red Sox, then you've probably seen something about his weight in the last day or two. Um, certainly, I, I, don't, I don't really see Sandoval as being a guy who ever was looked at as being a physical specimen. Um, nobody ever considered him svelte over the last however long he's been playing. But he did come in not necessarily looking as though he lost a ton of weight. 
as some may have expected. So I think that'll be a storyline going into the season, which is unfortunate because I think the Red Sox have a lot to look forward to. Justin, that Pablo Sandoval storyline kind of flashes me back, and I don't know if you have the same thoughts, too, back when Clemens was in Boston, and there was that one spring training where he came in and just looked really out of shape, and it was a storyline all year long. Do you think you know, this is going to be a storyline that just basically plagues the Red Sox, plagues the Red Sox, basically through all 162 games? One would hope not. I mean, one would think that, I mean, if he, if he stays the same weight and underperforms, relative to the dollar of his contract and and obviously the baseball market is is kind of kind of fickle really so if you look at his contract you can you can think hey if he if he performs relatively above average then nobody can really complain about the length or amount of his yearly contract but certainly if he's somewhat overweight and is not hitting well which is truly his his biggest strength um, nobody's going to complain about him not stealing bases, I'm sure. But if he's not hitting well, it's going to be a storyline for the rest of the season, presuming he doesn't get injured, knock on wood. Justin, talk to me a little bit about, uh, I guess, your, your staff's expectations uh, for this Red Sox outfield that I think, you know, certainly a little bit chaotic with a lot of moving pieces last year. This year, a little bit more certainty, it seems like, but still some question marks there. Sure. I think, um, I think the staff, uh, and, and you know, I don't want to mischaracterize our entire staff's opinion, and I don't want to speak completely out of turn, but I think our staff is extremely high on Mookie Betts. Um, our staff is relatively high on the fairly unproven Rusny Castillo. And then as far as Jackie Bradley Jr., we're very hopeful. Um, he's just got a lot of tools that would really translate well to an outfield, to a Red Sox center fielder or even Red Sox right fielder, um, simply because of his speed and his range. He's just such a gifted defensive outfielder. Uh, the three of them combined would be a very secure outfield. It's presuming that Bradley and uh, Bradley and Castillo perform to the level of what we expect them to perform at, they would be a very, um, great cohesive unit for several years to come. I know that um, Dombrowski brought in Chris Young this offseason, and I think they, they recently stated that he's actually going to platoon pretty uh, pretty specifically with Jackie Bradley Jr. So we'll see what happens. I think we have very high expectations. I don't think that they're unreasonably high, um, but I, I think it's going to be an exercise, and it's going to certainly spawn a lot of stories on the website. Justin, going back to the website, one of the things that I love about it is the way you've been able to sort of do pieces that kind of bring a visual aspect to the content, such as pitch movement and things like that. Can you kind of take readers and potential readers through what you guys have been doing and what you kind of expect to see going forward and how that kind of sets what you guys do apart? Um, yeah, absolutely. So we have um, we have a couple writers who are, are very much um, enormous users of graphics. One in particular is Ian York, and I encourage anybody who has any interest in baseball to look at Ian's um, articles from last year. He's he's kind of a he's kind of the 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 wise man on the mountain as far as graphics and analysis are concerned. He uses a lot a lot of graphical analyses that he designs himself, and it turns into just this amazing lesson to everybody and things that you would have never thought of as far as pitches and. Um, pitch break, pitch speed, how that affects the game, how that affects a certain pitcher. Um, so we're using a lot of that. We've also got a lot of um, GIFs. I know that um, GIFs are, are kind of the, the hot fad when it comes to a lot of internet memes and trying to make fun of certain things, but we use them for um, 
we use them for good. And so we, we use a lot of, um, of those gifts. I, Damian Dyden, who's, who's our, um, our primary graphics guy is doing yeoman's work. He did yeoman's work all last year. He's probably going to do it in the early part of this year until we bring somebody else on, but he's, he's great at what he does. So we're, we're, we're very fortunate to have those kinds of people on our staff who, who are able to put those together with relative ease and very, very quick turnarounds because we have to respond so quickly usually to those types of graphics requests. Great stuff. Great stuff. Justin, if, uh, if some of our listeners want to, see your content, listen to your content, whatever other kind of content you're going to have. How do they do that? Uh, they would go to sonsofsamhorn.com or follow us at sonsofsamhorn on, tw- uh, excuse me, at Sosh Baseball on Twitter. Um, Sons of Sam Horn will bring you to the message boards website, the .net website um, that we kind of spawned out of and, and you guys kind of spawned out of in, in a sense. Um, but at Sosh Baseball, so that's S-O-S-H Baseball, uh, on Twitter and sonsofsamhorn.com is is the website. We do hope eventually to have a podcast down the road, but we'll we'll see what happens with that. Um, and I'm not sure when that'll launch. Hopefully, that'll launch fairly quickly, so we might be able to launch it by opening day. That's the hope. Outstanding. Well, Justin, I appreciate you joining us. Uh, certainly, uh, again, really appreciate the time, and we'll definitely be checking in with you later on this summer. All right. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. All right, Thanks, that, Justin. Justin Gorman right. from SonsOfSamHorn.com. I didn't butcher it the second time around, which is really the key thing, is that you don't make the same mistake twice. It's generally how I try to approach most things in life. And, and certainly, Mark, as as you've seen, I'm sure, you know, the stuff they're doing in particular, I know we've talked uh, at length about Ian York's pieces that, that he puts together over there. Pr- pretty impressive stuff. It's really impressive stuff, especially, you know, they started, you know, basically taking readers through when they first launched like the pitch break of a fastball and a curveball and a slider and they like put together you know gifts to kind of help readers visualize that and I remember when I first saw what they were doing I was basically blown away by it it was like you know it's one thing to stand in their batter's box and try to hit one of these things but it's another to like see it leap out at you off your computer screen it was amazing and something I'd never seen before so they're doing some groundbreaking work over there they do great stuff and you know just really hope that they have another great season because they had a good one last year too yeah it's it's been pretty impressive to watch and i know we're all uh watching pretty closely so if you do like what you see uh from us at inside the pylon if you are a baseball fan highly recommend you go check them out as well just because they can obviously uh help get you through some of the times where look might be a little bit more dull somewhere in may maybe you're not a big mini camp guy maybe that doesn't really get you going maybe you'd rather go and watch a little baseball then we won't take it personally as long as you come back for training camp that's the big thing. As long as you're yeah. back by July, you know yeah. we're, we're generally pretty happy here. So yeah. that's I think it's a fair statement. It's a fair statement. Um, let's do a little bit of a uh, how about a little Twitter question? Ooh, excited for this. What do we got? What do we got? Uh, this one comes from Matt Caraccio. Okay. Oh boy, Matty uh, C. Matty C. ITP contributor. Yeah. And the question from Matt is: How fast does Mark run the forty? How fast do I run the forty? Yeah. How fast does Mark run the forty? Like just like it, by means of reference like right now at my peak like what are we talking it doesn't really specify so this could be really this could be it doesn't say how fast did mark run the 40 so at least has to be present or future tense present or future tense okay um my best time was a hand timed four five right now i would be lucky to get anywhere close to that 
Um, Wh- whose hand was that? Yours as you were running? No, no, no. Coaches, <laughs> coaches, coaches. This was um, college coaches during testing. Um, now, whew, I'm an old man with some busted old knees. I don't know. Probably five. You, four, could, eight, you could get under five if you had some training time. I bet. <sighs> Are we going to talk some draft Twitter combine? Is that where we're going with this? I mean, it's look, we're less than a year away at this point. We're going to have to get there eventually. So, you know, I'm I'm getting loose as we speak right now. I've got I got a leg up on the desk trying to stretch out the hammies just in case. You stretch those hammies, dude. I'll tell you, leg day really kills them like a lot more than it used to. It's well, that's the thing. Once you get north of thirty, everything changes. I mean. Everything, man. I mean, the recovery from working out, the recovery from a night out, it's a lot longer of a process. Human body just is not meant to live past 31. It's, it's really not. I it's, mean, it's not pretty what happens, at least no. in, in my experience. And I say this as a uh, 29 year old. So, yeah, there you go. Those days are ahead of you, my friend. Can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah, fight it as long as you can. I'll do my best. We are uh, just about out of time, though. We are. Wrapped That's up. That's another solid show. Another Great show. Great stuff. Definitely definitely check out Sons of Samar. You know what I was interested by, though? What do you I, got? I, Justin went with the Sosh. Instead of the Sosh? I go Sosh. I go Sosh. Really? I go Sosh. I, I, we need to do a study on the divide there because I go Sosh. I don't know if it's a regional thing or what. We'll have him put, him up, put it up on the uh, Twitter account, maybe. There we go. There yeah. we go. I think that's the way to roll with it. No. We, we are done for the day. We are back tomorrow with our extended midweek podcast. Have a couple special guests lined up for you. We'll be chatting with them tomorrow. Until then, make sure you keep reading inside the pylon.com. Keep following us on Twitter, liking us on Facebook. Do it all. There's not enough time in the day, so get as much in as you can. Chuck Zada, Mark Schofield. We'll see you tomorrow. Okay.